thought was a ghost. Oh man, I don't know. No, it's pretty straightforward. Yeah, is it? I don't know if this. No, is this is not this straightforward. Is not straightforward at all. I mean, what we do is straightforward. Yeah, what we do is fine. That's but it's convoluted. Um, yes, I give us like the quick hits. Um, I would guess most of both of these are pretty similar. <laughs> Very similar films. Yeah. <clears throat> Jack Torrance becomes winter caretaker at the isolated Overlook Hotel. He helps secure his writer's block and moves in with his family, his, uh, his wife and his gifted son, who's plagued by psychic premonitions. As Jack's writing goes nowhere and Danny's visions become more disturbing, Jack discovers the hotel's dark secrets and begins to unravel into a homicidal maniac hell-bent on terrorizing his family. That's just what happens. <laughs> that means we watched The Shining uh, in The Shining miniseries on this episode of Retro vs. Remake. Retro vs. Remake! appearance on the list yeah and i have been uh all week crushing stephen king yeah like reading it and then what i just uh, this is a precursor to this is that i've been reading uh i just read misery which okay. wow i don't think i'm uh blazing any new trails here guys yeah. stephen king wow <laughs> he's a great writer <laughs> but cool. um he's i know he's an underdog mm -hmm. but he yeah. uh this, I was reading just Misery. Unheard. Misery out of this world was phenomenal. Really? The book, the book alone was just like, oh, it's so creepy. But it's also, as opposed to this, like real creepy. Right. Like, oh, this could actually happen almost. But uh, they mention The Shining in the book because it's in Sidewinder, which is right on the bottom of the mountain. Okay. So where, where he's Damn. in the movie, James Con in the book, it's his name's Paul. Uh, he he uh, he got into an accident right there, and so they talk about the Overlook Hotel wow. and how it gets destroyed because Stephen King wrote the you know the book and in the end of the book it gets destroyed. But not oh. spoiler for everyone watching it. Oh, anyway, who cares? I don't know <laughs> what we're talking about. Welcome to Retrovers Remake. Now the the hotel they they shoot at. I know in the uh, the eighty film, it's not the actual hotel he wants to shoot at, like the one that actually inspired. Yeah. The books. Yeah. Or whatever, because Kubrick does with Kubrick. Fucking once. Yeah, Stanley Kubrick is Stanley Kubrick. But I think they actually get some shots of the actual hotel that inspired mm -hmm. these uh, books in the 97 film. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So. Yes, and it looks kind of like Forrest Gump's house. <laughs> it looks um, and So he, uh, welcome to Retro Wars <laughs> Remake. Yeah, I'm Dan Farley, uh, and with me as always is my hetero life mate here. Reggie Parker. Reggie Parker. You can find us at Retro Wars Remake. On Instagram, and you can find us on YouTube, which is probably, or, and obviously, like, subscribe, YouTube, all that shit. Um, Spotify, iTunes. Spotify, iTunes, you know, wherever 
your podcasts are sold, and you can find me at Jersey Dan eighteen on on X to the Z. Nice. Um, then also at Dan Farley eighteen on Instagram. You can find me at RP Comedy on Instagram, Twitter, all that. So there is yeah. so much to go on. A lot yeah. to oh, talk about. A lot to talk about. Uh, what? Let's. Uh, where do you want to start? I don't know. I mean, does even. I guess. When did you first see The Shining, dude? I don't. You know what? I saw The Shining much later than uh, most really? things. Yeah, hmm. like I saw it. Uh, I was always very aware of the "Here's Johnny," right? But I. Uh, that's my Nicholson impression. We're done here. It's pretty good. Uh, yeah, yeah we're, it's it's over now. But they, I saw it. I I probably saw it when I was like twenty. Okay, maybe like it I don't know. Like, it was later. Yeah, it was. And I, it was like one of those like no, I've never seen it. Let's watch it. And it was yeah. like oh, the fuck is going on? Like um yeah. So I I saw it and then but then I saw like clips of it like in Twister. They're right. like when the Twister, they're at the drive-in theater. They're watching The Shining as as he's busting down the door with the "Here's Johnny" scene. I don't know if I said this to you. There's a uh, there's one of, at one of those anime conventions. There's a cosplay of people doing Twister. So like, there's a guy dressed up like a Twister and like a guy in a cow outfit circling around him, and someone does bit uh, Paxton, of course. This is like this is like the equivalent <laughs> of like the wedding band that does the whole thriller thing. Yeah, this is like oh. It's very much involved. Very much like that. He's like, Jesus, is that what you think? <laughs> <laughs> we got cows! I wish we could uh, do that movie. That yeah. movie is phenomenally terrible. Yeah. Like, in the best possible way, I could say. But, but you know what else coming out that summer? Solo. Um, <laughs> solo. We're not doing <laughs> that again. <laughs> the solo. The solo. No, we're going to do it again. We're going to do the solo podcast. It's coming soon, guys. We see the comments, okay? Uh, no, not really shiny. Like Universal Soldier. Oh, it's got to be. Oh, we could, we could, no, we would have to do Solo, the, oh, a Star Wars so story, and Solo, the Mario Van Peebles. Even and that ties in beautifully because Miss, uh, Dick How Howland and Dick Hallard, Hallard? Halloran, yeah. is, uh, is played by Mario Van Peebles in, this, in uh, the 97 miniseries. You damn right. He <laughs> sure is. Teaches them all about shining. Pretty solid, I mean, especially yeah. following in the steps of the Scatman Brothers. So okay, so you were a little bit later to yes, I was a little bit later to uh, the Shining. Uh, how about uh, so, but then when I when uh, you know everyone said you got to see this movie, blah blah blah, and mm -hmm. then I finally saw it, and then I was like, okay, well I got it. Yeah, and then I Shut you know what it, it was to the point though, like when this I remember the miniseries coming out, mm -hmm. and I remember like oh I'm not gonna watch this because I'm gonna watch the original, and right. then I never and then I didn't see it for a couple years still, True. and then I didn't see the miniseries until this whole thing. Funny enough, I was. Not even really aware there was a miniseries. Like, when you said a miniseries, I thought it was something more recent. Because I know they've been, like, going back and redoing yeah, stuff redoing like stuff. Um, Like, Psycho. Yeah. So, I was like, oh, maybe, maybe AMC has something. Nope. 1997. Nope, 1997. Yeah, and it's, uh, yeah, this, this movie is uh, 26 years old. Yeah. <laughs> <And> <laughs> That's true. This could oh, rent a car, this movie. Uh, but, yeah, it's, like, I remember, because when it was coming out, I remember the big thing was that Stephen King hated the original. Right. And right. he... Because uh, he loves his own writing. He loves his own writing, and rightfully so. It's just, but, I mean, if you miss... Then it's... I don't know. Okay. All right, okay, go. Yeah. Let's get yeah. into it. Yeah. So, what, what about, so what about you? So, what was your first? I mean, uh, I saw it younger. Funny enough, I'm surprised I actually saw it at a younger age than you did. Um, but, like, 
my parents used to have this setup downstairs, like a big screen TV or whatever. Spent a lot of my time there gaming and shit like that. And HBO was always an option down there. So it was on HBO one night. It was like, I'm watching The Shining. Uh, so I sat in the dark by myself and watched The Shining. Wow. Um, That's what you should in do. In my basement. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh didn't didn't have an effect on me at all. I, no. I, it turned no. out just fine. It's... Um, but yeah, I didn't know anything about 97. So this is, this is quite the revelation. Yeah, quite the revelation. It's... It really... I don't know, though, I was watching it, so I watched this, I watched the, uh, I've seen the OG mm-hmm. so many times, but I watched the, the OG again last night for this, and, like, the whole time I'm sitting there, do you think you could do that job as the caretaker? Um, the way I'm built, yes. Yeah, yeah I think, I, I, think I could, too. Yeah. I think I'd be fine. I think, one, knowing that it's for a short amount of time. I will say this though. Actually, I don't know if I could do that job with my family. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> I think I, I would. I would rather do it alone. Correct. Than I would with someone else. Correct. I mean, like, in a way, we know we can do it because, like, the pandemic. Yes, you know? <laughs> I know. That's exactly what I was thinking too. The pandemic. Yeah. But also, like, I and I really, I think that I would game. sleep so much. Yeah. So, so like I would You're sleep boss. eighteen hours a day. Yeah. I think I like. I would get up and then I would read and then I would go back to bed. Although you know why I know I can well, I can do the job in in one of the universes that uh, we see in these films because I, I would forget to turn down the the boiler. Oh yeah, I would I would totally forget. You'd have to set it with like like your uh, you'd have to set it with your uh, birth control pill. Yeah. Like make sure that you take it that you're okay. Like, oh, birth control boiler. Okay. Boiler burn. Yeah. How did I take my Birth control? Did I turn that was? By the way, like let's just we'll just get right into it right yeah. now. In the remake, um, they start off immediately with the boiler. I'm like, well, this is how this ends. Yeah, and like this is that he has to like, and if you don't do it, it's gonna blow. Like, oh, I bet that's not gonna come yeah, back yeah, later. Yeah. Like immediately, <laughs> it's the first thing. You're just like, you don't know who Jack is yet, and she's like, hey. Oh, so and a great postscript to this. Uh-huh. So I watched last. Uh, last weekend I watched by the time we're recording this I watched it last weekend was the remake I watched it and what I thought was so funny in the in the remake is how Elliot Gould everyone hates Elliot Gould and then I get up I get up so early to to go to work and then it's really like one of the only times I watch TV is really early in the morning and I was watching American History X so I went from (laughs) them hating him to to them the the white supremacist Nazi uh, Edward Norton screaming at Elliot Gould. I was like, no, this really came full circle. Yeah. <laughs> like, nobody, got, likes this guy. nobody likes this guy for completely different reasons. <laughs> by the way, oh shit. Um, just for the audience, uh, as much as we're talking about, we assume you know what's going on, but uh, yeah. if you don't, we watched uh, The Shining, uh, one the 1980 horror film, produced and directed by Stanley Kubrick. Uh, co-written with novelist uh, Diane Johnson, and um, of course, based on The Shining by Stephen King. The film stars Jack Nicholson, Shelley Duvall, Scatman Crothers, and Danny Lloyd, with uh, we'll do a shout out here, uh, cinematography by John Alcott, edited by Ray Lovejoy, with music by Wendy Carlos and Rachel Elkine. Uh, <clears throat> subsequently, we watched The Shining 1997. Uh, it's a three-episode horror television miniseries. Again, based off the 1977 Stephen King novel of the same name. This was directed by Mick Garris. Uh, so, 
writing credit goes to uh, Stephen King, who did the teleplay. Teleplay, yes. Um, starring Rebecca De Mornay, Stephen Weber, Will Horneff, Melvin Van Peebles, and Cortland Mead, with music by Nicholas Pike. Cortland Mead, also known as Commissioner Gordon from the original Batmore set. Holy shit. That's, as soon as I saw him, I was like, where's the bat signal? That's great. Cool. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I guess the main difference here being like a Kubrick uh, masterpiece uh, film versus a three-episode miniseries. So what I appreciate about the miniseries is more time. Oh, there's absolutely more time. Um, more time just, to hate the dad. Yeah, more time to, <laughs> to see how much of a terrible father he yeah. is. Um, see, and although I, he's a terrible father... But he's also a pretty bad husband. He's a pretty like, bad husband. And he's a pretty bad. Like, he would get divorced. There's not, yeah, a, de- yeah. there's not a debate about it. He would it, get divorced. This is, like, his last shot. This is his <laughs> last shot. And he's really he's holding on as much as he possibly can. Barely. But barely keeping it together. But at the same time, it's like, mm, you're not. Yeah. You're really not. Uh, it's not working out for you. Um, but in the first one, in the, the 1980, it's like, you're... I don't even know what you're doing with this family, man. Like, yeah. you hate this kid, you hate your wife, but what are you doing? Like, and I don't mean like, oh, I hate my wife, oh, meatloaf again. No, no, no. I mean like, look at this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like, don't come in this room! <laughs> it's true. But like, weirdly, okay. more endearing. <laughs> I know. Like, the less we know about him, the better. Yes, in the beginning, they're like, oh, look, this guy just getting together with his family. Yeah. Until we're in, they're in the car, and you're like... Is he going to kill them in the car? Yeah. I think he might just kill them in the car ride to the Overlook. He's like, he's like he saw it on TV. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh. Because well, uh, we're going to just dive right into this shit. Yes. Just to do please. a quick synopsis. Um, <clears throat> kind of going back, but... Um, had it. Lost it. This is something you're going to hear from me every fucking day. Had it, should have shot it. Yeah. So, yeah, in uh, The Shining, both films, Jack Torrance is a, becomes a winter caretaker at the isolated Overlook Hotel in Colorado. Um, he's a recovering alcoholic uh, to different degrees in both films. Yes. You know? Um, in the, the remake, he's absolutely a recovering alcoholic. Absolutely. Like, it, in this one, he's just, a, he's just a guy, he's a drinker that does not drink. Basically. <laughs> and... <laughs> And, you know, you, you can you can see the difference. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, he settles in along with his wife, uh, Wendy, and his son, Danny, um, in this Overlook Hotel. Danny is played by Psychic Premonitions, which uh, a magical black man tells him is the shining. The shining. <laughs> you know, he can see things. He can so- somewhat tell the future. Um, he sees all kinds of crazy shit. And it turns out everyone does, because Jack... Along with doing this job as the caretaker, is also trying to uh, get his writing <laughs> career off the launch pad. With that, he's sure. trying to launch his writing career. He's trying to, yeah, he's trying to get it started. He's writing a play or a novel, depending on which one you're watching. Um, that's kind of going nowhere. And Jack is starting to discover some of the hotel's dark secrets. And as that's happening over time, he's beginning to unravel into a homicidal maniac, hell bent on terrorizing his family. Now, again, to me, depending on which movie you watch, damn, the hotel. May or may not have anything to do with him. Yes, and uh, <laughs> like if you're watching the 1980, we were we were discussing this off camera before. I don't know. It's kind of. I mean, it's much more up in the air. Like, yeah, the hotel might not have anything to do with right. him killing that family. I mean, yes, he sees ghosts, but he could also just be going crazy. 
that I don't know what those ghosts are doing anything other than letting him out of the pantry. Right. Could, Everything else that's, it might be just him. Well, the 80, I, I think, um, does a better job, though it's a shorter film, with, like, portraying the passage of time. Yes. Like, it just, like, to your point, is this the hotel or is he just, just losing it because yeah. time has passed? Yes. And I think, like, in the 97 film, there's so much of the interplay with the family. Like, the family is much more involved. They're more fleshed out. They're more, like, character, characters. So, like, I don't know. Like, you you kind of have more of a, like a better word, a backboard, where it's like, okay, here's two normal people, uh-huh. and here's a raging alcoholic <laughs> maniac. And uh, the other one's like, here's two, insert anybody else in yes. this Situation it doesn't really matter. Look at Jack Nicholson. Look at Jack Nicholson. <laughs> Going. Here's Jack Nicholson and these two. Yeah. So just jumping in right, even right there. Uh, in the 1980 film, Jack Nicholson plays uh, Jack Torrance, uh, our caretaker, writer, alcoholic, whatever. Yeah. Well, you can rest assured, Mr. Ullman, that's not going to happen with me. In 1997, that honor's done by Stephen Weber, aka <laughs> Wings. <laughs> <laughs> No, don't scare the lady, Pete, okay? <laughs> yeah, I... Different. No, oh, it's so different. She's vastly different. different. Like you said, the other one... I... First of all, with with the drinking. So, they, in both movies, they they establish early on that if he drinks again, that his wife is going to leave him. Because right. he... Violently abuses their son, yeah. <laughs> like while drunk. Any chance he gets. not that he's he's not taking his day out of him, but he he hurts him in both situations, yes. like severely hurts him. Yes. by uh, unintentionally, but he's still because he's drunk, right, and angry, right. Um, I, not a great start. Not a great start. But again, even um, more ambiguous as of course the runtime in nineteen eighty. Well, it's also. Kind of accepted in 1980. Yeah, that, that's it's much more accepted than this kid is. What five? Yeah, or because he's in preschool, something like that. So yeah. five, six. Yeah, I think. Um, I recall because I watched the remake recently. I heard her say like seven. Okay, so he's seven. But, yeah, and this is like five. five so he's seven. So that means he was born when they're filming this '96. He's 89, and he was born in '89. <laughs> You know, you're not hitting kids like that, like yeah, in the true. early '90s. That's like, you're true. not beating the shit out of them. Like, in 19, if he's seven in 1979, 1972 that he's born, yeah. mm, he might be kicking the shit out of that kid quite a bit. Like, I don't, not, it, uh, like it's not really that unheard of. Yeah. Now, I'm trying to remember who has the line. Is it the? Uh, I think that actually might be '97 because, like, I feel like there's more. He's trying to make more excuses for his behavior when there really isn't. Yeah. <laughs> um. But uh, he's talking about like the amount of force applied, just a little bit of, yeah. a few inches, a little bit more uh, pressure, and just like, hey, dude, don't do the science of breaking your son's arm. Yeah, like, it's, yeah, it's like, wait, wait, wrong no, audience. It's dude. like sports science, and they're like, and here's where I grabbed them. <laughs> yeah, and by having like the difference, I guess we'll talk about this character now too. Um, in 1980, Shelley Duvall plays Winnie. <laughs> I know. Sure, I do. It'll be lots of fun. I know. We'll get through it, dude. It's just... In, in 1997, Rebecca de Mornay plays Wendy Torrance. What happened to Rebecca? 
Rebecca DeHornay, man. I don't know. She was. Yo, she was really good. good in this. She's hot as shit. She was, like I don't yeah. know. There's everything about it. Like why does I'm watching his wife, Bingy Williams? Just and he's like, I'll be up in a minute. Reading old newspapers. Here. What are you doing? Get upstairs. She's laid it on thick. Um, with like the hottest negligee you've ever seen. You're like, it, and it's like, it's not even subtle. She's like, please come bang me. We haven't had sex in a long time. Yes. Uh, I'll be on <laughs> the last time this happened, you were drinking. Are you drinking again? It's like, you would think after kind of kicking your son's ass, kind of doing that again, and maybe another time in the film, and like, you're kind of on the ropes, like, maybe this is a good time to just, uh, yes. You know. <laughs> that also, so this is what I, I was getting at That's earlier, true. too. Like, he quit drinking, because, and if not, his wife was going to leave him. In in 1997, yeah. Okay, yeah. I get it. Yeah. Totally. But in 1980, you're like, good, leave. Right. <laughs> like, I'm drinking. I, I think, like, I do understand. You, you goddamn goblin, get out of here. <laughs> I do understand, like, uh. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, she's, she's so, she's so and she's so happy. Oh, just one of those things. Snap my son's arm like a twig, like a goddamn breadstick. She spilled his work papers. What? He's a teacher. Oh, what work papers? Right. I I appreciate because um, I know this was one of Stephen King's biggest gripes. Like Shelley Duvall, like there, there's nothing there, right? Like yeah, there's, no. there's nothing, nothing there. She's only uh, I think in his words. Uh, Supposed to scream and be stupid. Yes. <laughs> Which is, like, what she's there to do. And um, because, again, we have this ambiguous uh, Jack Torrance who, you know, Jack Nicholson, he's got his personality or whatever, but, like, he's descending into madness. We just get to see a person who's a blank slate as well react to the madness. Yes. So, like, she's the audience. She's the audience. Actually. Yes. She <laughs> is. She's like, holy shit. And at times Danny is, too. Yes, at, at times. times. At times Danny certainly is. Actually, Danny is, is super useful in the film because uh, a lot of the supernatural elements that are kind of underplayed in the 80s, like, um, he's our, our link to Absolutely. it. And um, his visions actually make up some of the, some of the best cinematography yeah. known to man. That is, like, with the blood. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of Danny, just to get even more players out there, in 1980... Danny Lloyd. Danny Lloyd. <laughs> That's Danny Lloyd, right? Yeah. Plays Danny Torrance. You're not supposed to. Who said you ain't supposed to? Tony. And in 1997, Cortland Mead uh, plays Danny Torrance. He said the overlook could have hurt us. But he was wrong. Um. Cortland. Same kid, same haircut. <laughs> yes. But, uh, no, I mean, Mead... Again, has more to do. Um, yeah, absolutely. Like, Not even close. honestly, like, in a lot of ways, could get first billing in this movie. Like, yes, he can. He does so much throughout this film, and it still like plays that victim role pretty well because he is. He's like this kid who's like, my parents suck. They're fighting. They're screaming. I'm going through all this shit. I've got the shining. <laughs> but he's also extra precocious in this yeah. that I don't necessarily like. Yeah, I don't I like. That. But you know what, I. And listen, I feel bad. Again, whenever we like talk about a kid's performance, I right. feel bad. Right. But it's like he kinda isn't good. You know what I no, mean? No, he's, he's not. He's not very he's good. Not. I, not that Danny's amazing in uh, 1980, but he doesn't do much either. That, you don't need him to do. A, Whereas this guy's holding, see, like yeah, carrying no, scenes, carrying scenes like 
bailing his dad out. Yeah. He's like, no, nah, he didn't break my arm. It was um, something else. Like, he he's, like, literally, <laughs> there's a scene where, uh, where Weber's like, come on, Danny, Dan over here. Help me out, kid. <laughs> when they think, when uh, the mom believes that he recently, like, put the marks on his yes. neck. Yes, like, from the room, from like, the hotel room. Yes. And it's, uh, you know, it's a scene that's kind of shared in both films in a way. Yes. Uh, well, I got a, I got a specific thing to say about okay. both of those, but uh, we'll get to that. But like, all right, so kind of since we framed these characters, right? Like, Jack Nicholson, uh, obviously, is very good at this because he did the one floor of the cuckoo's nest. So that was one of the gripes about putting him in a movie. But like, his descent into madness is just—it's a thrill to watch. Yeah, it's perfect. It's it's incredible because also he's pretty crazy initially. He, he and also yes. they, they have the. I, it's funny because I, when I watched both of them, he's the, the best actor in all the films. Yes, so like, there's that. So in the in the 1997, that and they mentioned it in the 1980 because I watched it last night. That I kind of didn't remember this yeah. because it's just so glossed over that I kind of they say like, oh, so you're a teacher? He's like, well, I'm a writer right. because I, I uh, recently left teaching. I forgot. And they don't. I didn't even remember that he taught. Yeah. I had no idea. I thought he was just a writer. I didn't remember until I rewatched it. And in the remake. He's very much a teacher, yes. and then he's left because he straight up whoops the shit out of one of his students who slashes his tires, which is the best scene I've ever seen it's in my life. so good. So I had to cut him from the debate team because he wasn't any good. Yeah. <laughs> the kid slashing his tires. He slashes his tires, and he comes over and just beats him like... <laughs> now, I did say Jack Nicholson is the best actor between all these films, but this... Maybe one of the best. Oh, scenes. it was the best scene. I've that looked like a man who knew his job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then he, yes, oh, that's what his, his the look on his face when he stands up from beating a child. Yes. Which he looks up and he realizes he's fired. Like before he's even <laughs> fired, he's like, oh no. Straightens and, his hair out and he's just like, oh, oh well, that's that. <laughs> he should. It's really great if he just went right back to it. He's like, well, yeah. might as well go all yeah, full nine. Um, right. But he, but in that scene, like, but it makes me question. The fact that that scene exists, mm-hmm. I'm almost, I almost kind of... Because he's not drunk when that happens right. at all. Right. So I kind of think, like, when it happens, like, how does he get the job at the Overlook? Like, in yeah. the, cause in the 80s, like, you have great references, yep. blah, blah, blah. Like, right, right. Who's referring him? It's like, right. oh, you mean the, the student beater? Okay. It's, who knows what he does to And then he broke his son's arm, and who knows what goes on? It's such a, like... Not desire undesirable job. They're like, okay, I guess, but apparently it's not because they need. We'll get it because the the previous caretaker mm-hmm. in in the uh, nineteen ninety seven. It's the guy who had the year before, right? Grady, and then in the in that one, it's like several years before. Yeah, it's several years. But before. he's the caretaker who kills his family. Right. He kills the two girls who come play with us, Danny. With he us, and then his wife, and then takes a shotgun and blows his own head off. Yeah. Um, they called it that at home dental. At home, <laughs> which is great. <laughs> That's great. You know, there's some, there's some great lines there's in the '97. Really They're really some good yeah. at home dental work. Uh, he and both of them, he does that, and so they can't have any more blemishes on there. Right. <laughs> they like, listen. We can't. So it's not, but, is what I'm saying, is it's not like a job that no that's, one wants. That's true. They have to get a good guy to do this job. Yeah, because you're right, because uh, the, the dude, I forget, fuck, uh, I forget his name off the top, but like the, the director. Elliot Gould? Yeah, Elliot Gould. Yeah. yeah, we just talked about him. Yeah. But like Elliot Gould's like, 
you weren't my first choice. Honestly, this is just a I don't like you. correctness. Yes. Like you're an alcoholic, uh, and I wouldn't trust this hotel with you for half a second. But I'm stuck with you. Yeah. So you're right. Like the board approved you because his like friend pulled the strings. Right. But at the same like so it's like I see why he got the job, but right. but knowing because it's the same character, why Jack Nicholson is mm-hmm. looking for this job. There's no reason why he gets that job. You know right, what I mean? Because right. so it's a good thing they glossed over it in the 1981. Because if not, there's no way he gets that job. I, no, I agree. It's like, oh, your glowing references of beating children. Yeah, that's yeah. uh, yeah, a good point. Hey, there's no children at the Overlook. What about mine? Ah, don't worry about. It. Man, fucking just. Uh, I think the way um, I like saw the film described was like the 80 film. There's not as much, like, agency for the characters. Like, the supernatural or, like, whatever's happening is, like, the visions or everything are what's driving the action. It's, like, the <clears throat> these characters are just existing in a Kubrick universe yeah. at this point. Versus 97, we're trying to explain how we got here and how we got there. And, like, the supernatural is definitely part of it, but, like... I, it's much more. I'm going to say it's much more a part of it in the 97. I, I agree. But, like, with the added... Sort of like you saying, like glossing over things, like the added um, confusion of like, I think this guy just kind of sucked the whole time. <laughs> yeah, he's, this guy's crazy. And at the end, uh, I mean, not to skip ahead, but it, like when he they show the photo of like, oh, New Year's Eve, nineteen twenty four, and there's Jack Nicholson. You're like, what the hell does that mean? Yeah, no, like, I, it is ambiguous and, and weird. And it's like, huh? I don't know what. The, what am I supposed to take away that he's yeah. he's always been the caretaker? Okay, I got it, but. Which, which, in retrospect, is why, like, what makes, or I guess what's stuck in people's mind in the 80s film is the imagery. The blood from the hotel. Which is really cool. It's really good. But, I mean, yeah. I, every time I see that, The Simpsons has ruined that yes. for me. So I always think, like, I said it last night when we were watching it. I was like, that's odd. Blood usually gets off on the third floor. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. Um, and also, a big star of the film is the cam. This is one of the yes. like, first films. I think it was... Invented in like 76 or 77 was the first time it was used in film. They used it in a bunch of movies, and then like you can't get that, that tricycle shot without the steady cam. That's you know, so it's good, such a so. good shot. Um, the, and but, how awesome would that be if you're a kid <laughs> running around yeah. there and like, oh, so good on the big wheel? That's part of it. It's like you almost feel bad for this kid. It's like, damn, well, obviously, you feel bad for the kid, but it's like, damn, man, this could just be fun. <laughs> yeah, this could be really fun. And they have that game room. Yeah, like you're the only kid, and I mean, which can be lonely, but like you got the giant hotel, you can just fuck around in. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, yeah, like the '80s film imagery's really cool. Um, you know, it's all kind of out there and, and ambiguous and shit. And then you got like the the character acting, like the here's Johnny and stuff like that. But like, that's that's the movie. Yeah, it's the movie. <laughs> look at this cool stuff and look at Jack Nicholson going like. That's right. Him and also Shelley Duvall's there to be fucked with. Because what even in the in this movie, how much does the movie's called The Shining? How much does the The Shining actually come into play at all? Well, when Scatman Crothers. That's it. <laughs> but if he doesn't show up, he's still trying to kill them. Right. If not, if Scatman Crothers doesn't show up and gets killed, he might just kill them anyway. Right. He might kill them regardless. I, I agree. Like the. He probably, I mean, he probably would actually succeed because he's getting through the door. Yeah. So, Scatman Crothers plays Dick Halloran, 
1980 film. I can remember when I was a little boy. My grandmother and I could hold conversations entirely without ever opening our mouths. She called it shiny. Melvin Van Peebles plays him in 97. I've had some bad dreams here myself. But you're right, like... Great suit work by Melvin Van Peebles. So good, so good. It's a great yeah, suit. no, it's like, Melvin Van Peebles much more involved, like, his trip to Florida is hilarious, his car oh. is hilarious, everything about it. And that he's, he's literally just smashing the entire time yeah. he's there. Yeah, and, and like, and he's still trying to bang his wife after the guy dies. That's so right. So good. Um, and I, in my universe, he succeeds. He um, does, yeah. <laughs> and, they, and they give birth to Mario Van Peebles. Correct. Who goes on to make Solo. Solo. <laughs> and that's why Solo is the next movie. Um, yeah, I, you're right. Like, Danny's powers are uh, much more muted in... The 80s film, like... It's not so... Let's say they're well, not... Well, like, not muted, but, like, just not fleshed out. But who cares? I agree. It doesn't matter. Like, and then, <laughs> like, there's no... Even if they're, like, oh, they're completely fleshed out, they never come into play. True. True. Besides the visions, which, like, basically everyone has. Yeah. Everyone, everyone has them. Everyone sees. Literally, everyone sees like, everything literally. crazy. Right. So, what's the difference? No, there's no <laughs> difference whatsoever. And... I guess in '97, Danny communicates with him. He does. So in the I think room. So like that's. So I think um, that matters. I think the whole thing, and because I, after watching the '97 version, I under I think I understand The Shining more. Okay. Yeah. Because of because of uh, that movie, but. Right. If I didn't, like, it doesn't make sense. Like, I'm just watching the original. Mm -hmm. Some of it doesn't make, like, why, who cares? Like, who cares that he is The Shining? It, it, doesn't, it doesn't save him. It doesn't do anything to really help them. No. The only thing it does is save his mother from certain death. Because right. he's breaking into the door, and that's when Scatman Crothers shows up, who gets immediately killed. Yes, immediately killed. Immediately killed. Um, yes. To the point that you think, why even have him come on? Like, why do it? Yeah, there's other ways for her to escape. Yes. Um, besides Scatman coming through. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's true. Like, the powers don't do anything. It's just like he's a he's a disturbed child. But, like, at the same time, everyone is disturbed. Wendy's disturbed. Yeah. He's disturbed. Jack Nicholson's clearly disturbed. So, the... And Tony is just weird. <clears throat> Tony. Yeah. Tony. Tony. And the little man, little boy that lives yeah, in his Tony, mouth. Tony, yeah, Tony doesn't. And it doesn't matter. Doesn't like really it matter. comes off as like, and I understand that's what they're trying to do, but in the '97 version, Tony's him. Right. He's Tony. He's Tony. He's Tony in the future. Tony talking to him. Yes. And that makes more sense. Right. Like that's like okay, he's literally like sending himself. It's he's John Connoring himself, sending right. his own uh, protector. Yeah. It's, and then, so, uh. this is what, this is the best I can come up with. Okay. okay. So, it's, that the Shining, the hotel is a group of ghouls. Yeah. Basically, that stay there, sure. that it's these souls that are trapped, and cool. since they're trapped in there, because it's an ancient, uh, I'm going to use the term, Indian burial ground, yeah, because that's the case for Native Yes. Native American burial ground. Yeah. And they... 
because it's that and it's sacred land, that all the souls are trapped there. Right. And since they're trapped there, they want to get back at the people, at anyone else. Right. And they can't do that without Danny. Mm-hmm. Because Danny has the shining that his shining could actually... Kind of like amplifies their Yes, powers. it amplifies their powers, but he could actually reach out beyond the plane. True. The so plane of death. More. So he could draw, or he could hurt people. Yeah. So they could train him like, you're a ghost now. Now you got to be one of us, you're one of us now. True. Now you don't, you're not, you're not part of the living, so you don't get to protect them. So he could use his powers like Scatman Crothers. Um, he, and also he's young, so mm-hmm. he's susceptible to their, their influence. Right. Like, Scatman Crothers is an old man. Right, He's right. not going to be like, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I'm not right. going to help you. He'll just I'm like, not going to help you kill people in this hotel. Yeah, yeah, just because you want to. Yeah, I mean, quite literally, he's like, I'm going to Florida. Yeah, I'm going to Florida. <laughs> like, I'm out. This. I don't care. Like, yeah, I'm not doing this yeah. shit. And then, like, he feels kind of bad. He's like, man, I should have gave that kid more of a warning. Yes. This. So, yeah. I think that they're using Jack Torrance yes. as, a, as a tool to kill Danny because... Mm-hmm. He not only that, but he's also severely damaged yes. already going into this, and yeah. it's like this is not going to take much to set him over the edge. And spoiler, it doesn't. Um, so Folding. that's why immediately, immediately folds. <laughs> like all it is, like hey, you want a drink? <laughs> yes, I kill my family. <laughs> um, so he, that's what I think that they're the go yeah. like because the when I'm watching when I was watching the original, I was thinking. What's the point of this? Like, mm. why bother? Mm. Just but the in the in the remake, that seems to be the goal. Right, uh, right. Now it's m- much more obvious, and I mean, you even see that when like the boiler scene, when the ghost is trying to stop Jack from basically blowing up the hotel, and he can't do anything. He's yes, he can't touch him. He's a ghost. Um, yeah, I can, I can see that. Like Jack being used as a tool. I mean, that is what he is. He's a tool for the yes. ghost. To uh, to murder but, the but right, but specifically Danny, who's probably number Danny. one. Yes, because like he's almost he's in the middle of killing Wendy when they're like, "Yo, dude, hey, 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 the kid, yeah, the, the kid, kid, he's the on the third kid. floor, yeah, let's, let's go, let's go." <laughs> yeah, yeah, they don't care about. They can them. taste it. They know how close they are to yes, like their to goal. killing him, and he's so close. Yeah, and that that's the whole thing of him. Um, huh. It's that's what I think at least. No, I it's think, like no, it's it because sense. they're trapped there, so they're going to make everyone pay because they're trapped there. It makes sense. I mean, it's kind of like. You know, in the Stephen King universe is like kind of like it too. We're like drawing people back into the town. Like the power, it's powerful, but it's concentrated in this one area. Yes. Um, and how do we maximize our impact or damage or whatever it is? Like that's that's how they do it. Yeah, that's what. So that's what I was. So in the '97, they do a much better job of explaining just his power in general yes. and that and why it's important that right. he has this shining. In 1980, you don't know... It's like, who gives a shit? Yeah, it... it oh, he's a psychic? Good. Okay, that's weird. Yeah, anyway, they, moving on. Yeah, it doesn't really... Matter. It doesn't come... In, it really doesn't come up. Like, it doesn't... Like, the kid is less important than the mystery of the hotel in this situation. Like, we know the hotel is mysterious in 97. But, like, I just watched this kid mind blast that black guy in that car. You know what yes. I mean? It's like... That's pretty. That's pretty that's powerful. A, yeah, that's pretty damn powerful. And then, like you mentioned, the fact that we do know because we see Tony again at the graduation. It's like, oh, like he was seeing the future. Like he, his powers are transcending time. Yes. Yeah. Um. Maybe that's happened in 1980. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe it is. Maybe he's Tony too. Right. Like it makes it. Like either way, he's warding him, and he tells him 
he knows what's going to happen because he knows what's going to happen. Right. Like, right. you know, he knows it's going to happen because it, he's lived it. And it makes sense. Even, I mean, like, going back to the 80s, even with all that, and Danny's powers or whatever, like, our big reveal, uh, like you mentioned, is like going back to 1921, and it's like, there's Jack again. So, it's like, so I had an idea about this. Yeah. Given that, mm-hmm. the same thing, this is what I think that means. So, okay. after watching the remake... I never knew what that means. This is only recently I've come up with this, so give me a, okay. you might give me a break on this. But the idea of that, you know how Tony could transcend time right. to Danny. Right. Well, he is Danny. But it's you the same me. thing. So when he's drinking at the bar, mm-hmm. they take the photo. That's the photo. Right. That he's, trans- he's not actually there, but mm-hmm. in... This transcending the time of Tony mm. transcending that because the building shines like Tony, like right. Danny shines. Right. So that's bringing him back. He goes back to that time. So he's always been the caretaker. He's one of them. Come right. on, you're one of us. Help the cause. Get yeah, us yeah. out of the. Get this kid. And once you get the kid, then you'll kill yourself, and then we'll we'll really get this going. Yeah. So he doesn't actually. He wasn't actually there, but right. he was it because. When he's having the drink with Lloyd and he tries to pay with the 20 and he says, like, no, your money's no good here and the party's actually going on. Yeah. Um, that's when the photo's taken. Right there. Right, right. And he's actually in the tuxedo, but he looks like he's in the, the shitty caretaker's outfit that he kills, tries to kill his family in. But to everyone else, he's wearing a tuxedo. Yeah. Everyone there. Yeah. I mean, I can see that. That he doesn't actually... That makes. I mean, he wasn't alive in 1921. Right. He was just alive in that moment. Like, that and that transcended. Because he does. Go, in both of them, they go back. Yeah. You know, you know the Bugle Boy party. <laughs> Jesus. Um, <laughs> that tracks. And again, like, with the kid being as powerful as he is, yes, that makes yes. a lot of sense. Like, if you combine them, yeah. it's a full, it's a full yeah. story. True. True. Yeah, it's just, it's a tough one. Um, yeah, it is. I don't know. It's I, a tough that's one. what I think. So here's what I wanted to say about, is it room 217 and 237? Yeah, it's two, 217 and 237. Uh, 217, I believe, was the original yeah. number from the book. From the book, and then they redo it. Kubrick does 237. Yeah, Kubrick does 237 because of the moon. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because he fabricated the moon landing and solely gave hints to everyone throughout his life. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense why someone would do that, but... Well, you know, you gotta leave breadcrumbs. Um, so they had a in both movies. Just we'll just say the hotel room. Yeah. That Danny goes is beckoned to the hotel room, mm-hmm. and both times um, Tony says, "Don't, right. don't go to the, that room." Scatman Crothers and Mario Van Peebles, Melvin same. Van Peebles, tell him not to same go thing. in. Yep. Same thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> They look so much alike, by the way. Yeah. And then is... when you look at younger pictures of him too, you're like, Jesus. But I digress. He when um, they tell him not to go in there, and in the and in the book, uh, not the book, in the '97, he says like, "Oh, they're just pictures in a book. They can't hurt me." Right. And then Tony's like, "No, yeah. no, it is not. Right, right, right. Do not go in there. This is not that." And then the, he does. And then in both ones. Jack Torrance is accused of beating right. Danny again. But it, it's the woman in the room. But it's the woman in the room. Why mm-hmm. does, in both movies, they do it? 
that he goes and investigates, sees the woman, gets, for different reasons, gets freaked out and leaves. Right. And in both movies, he goes back to Wendy and tells her, yeah, there's nothing there. Yeah. Why? Yeah. See, 97, it, it makes more sense because of how much influence the ghosts have. Yes. Like, that's part of the plan. In 80, I mean, it's not really... But he's not I mean, totally influenced no, at not. that point. Like, that's like, he goes there and he's like, yeah, there's nothing there. They come in and they come out. Like, yeah. No, his behavior throughout the 97 film is... It's sort of inexplicable uh, from time to time. Like, it, like, there's so much of that push-pull, like, he's in, he's out type deal that, like, yeah, in this particular moment, why here and not here? Because, like, you would think his motivation being keep keep my family, that... He'd be At like, least oh, keep your, your hot wife. I don't right. know. Who, who is begging for a reason for it not to be you? Yes. It's, Any reason. It's right there. Yeah. Like, 1980, I get why he doesn't give a shit. He's like, I don't give a shit. Like, yeah, I, but at the same time, in 1980, <clears throat> he literally has a better alibi than anything. He's like, I was sleeping and you woke me up and then this we saw that this happened. Right. Like, I was right. sleeping, having crazy night terrors. Right. But like, While sleeping in the most uncomfortable desk position I've ever seen in my life. And that's the thing, like, 1980, um, he, he's such a singular character. Like in '97, we we flesh Wendy out so much, which I can appreciate to an extent, but like also, she's a squish too, because like she has every right to get out of the situation, yes, and refuses to do so when there's so like she's that person's like this is the last time, this is the last time. And there's so many last times, yes, and like this is like Daryl Strawberry it, last it's time. It's pretty nuts. I mean, because at this point he's already destroyed the radio. Right? He's this one. And he blamed Danny for it. Right, which is insane. But, like, yes. yeah. So, he blamed Danny, but, like, they neither of them know whether it's Danny. And now, again, you have the excuse. It's like, she's like, are you sure it's not somebody else? And there's somebody else. So, to your point, why why isn't he saying that he saw... Exactly. This like, get, get, get this off your back. Like, you didn't do it. And at the same time, he's it, saying, like, no, I didn't do it. Yeah. In both movies, is what I mean. I, I guess in, like, 1980, I guess, like, the descent into madness, I guess, will allow you to just accept that, sort of. But, like, in 97, like, there, there's actual, like, motivation to not be... Yeah. He's... Cause responsible. He's, yeah, he's like, I didn't do that. 1980, like you said, like, he... Whether he did or didn't, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, yeah. So like Duvall's not going to do anything... Anyway. Yeah, so. he, he'd be like, yeah, yeah I did it. Yeah. What of it? Yeah, exactly. He might copy Which she would have just accepted. Yeah. Like, but, like, he's, he's genuinely, he's genuinely confused. Yes. In 1980, he's like, what's going on? Gets something resembling an answer, and then just like, I didn't see that shit. Yeah. I didn't see anything. And it's like, well, why didn't you say anything? Like, I don't understand. I don't understand. I can, the only thing I could gather in, like, 1980 is, like, he might want to go back and see if the hot girl is still there. I, I kind of think that. that. I was thinking that because uh, you felt so easily into being like, hey, what's going on Yeah, here? hey, looks like I'm cheating on Wendy immediately. Yeah. <laughs> no pushback, no... Nothing at all. Yeah, w Wendy may as well not exist in 1980. Um, <laughs> except, I mean, all the torture they do to Shelley Duvall, she yeah. does... She looks scared. She does look scared. She looks super terrible. Okay. <laughs> She's... Uh, I've never seen okay. someone more accepting. 
in a in a movie. You're just like, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, like again with '97 with uh with that Wendy, I, I'm just. How much more do you need to see? Sis? Yeah, like, she's uh, on the other hand, it's almost like she's too skeptical. Yeah. To the point of I. You know the answer to these. Like, the only time she's it's ever wrong. Answer. It's the answer. Yeah. The only time it's it's ever wrong. And also, oh, there's there's a level. Uh, I always kind of wondered what, mm-hmm. uh, it's like, well, what did, they said, like, small chores of what to do. Right. Like, that he has to do as the caretaker. In the 97, we see him do some of the chores. It's, Reshingle the roof, which yeah. I'd be like, no, no, I'm not uh, doing that. Uh, the in the biggest wind, hotel in Colorado. Oh, the biggest, yeah, this enormous hotel. Like, how do you think I have? Like, how much by myself? Just <laughs> fall down. If I fall, anything, I'm screwed. Yeah, like yeah. there's a uh, miles. They won't even use the same elevator. Yeah, because of the risk. Like, and then reshingle the roof. There's a giant hole in the right. roof, so big that it's a bas- There's a basketball-sized uh, wasp's nest that <laughs> the wasp nest. that you're like, wait a minute, am I fixing the hole in the roof? Because I am not a roofer. I'm a teacher, right. an abusive teacher <laughs> from Vermont. Too dumb to know if there are bees in yes. this beehive. I sprayed it. I sprayed it. I sprayed. Yeah, it's like. Like again, going. I'm gonna write that. Now they got. Me, now I'm gonna write them a letter. Going, go, yeah, to the the bug bomb people. Sure. The, yeah. Also, I mean, yeah, I know it's not one of you because you did spray it or whatever. But like, at a certain point, since you're so tough and you're an adult, like being an adult, like now you can't play this behind. Yes. Like, oh yeah, you want to take this inside your room? That was a even if it's dead, it was alive an hour ago. Yeah. Yeah. Like and swarming with hot sure, with this, wasps. This poisoned poisoned out uh, yeah that serves no purpose. Yeah, play with this. Not that, the hundreds of other things that are in this hotel that you. Hey, go. thanks, Dad. <laughs> You're kissing, kissing. That's what I've been missing. Oh my god. Oh, that's so creepy. By the way, <laughs> it is. Uh, maybe I'm just. Maybe my father just wasn't that warm of a guy, which is fine. I, my father wasn't that warm. Yeah, so but if hmm, yeah, like, ah, you're gonna kiss me. Like, get away from me, Dad. I just, um, yeah, I get, like, you know, the Stephen King theories are, yeah, Wendy's strong in some ways, but also not at all. Not at all. In so many ways, like, the ways that matter. No, the ways that matter, like, everything up until the last, oh, he's trying to kill everyone. Right. Then, I did like yeah, she sure, pegged him with that fucking <laughs> Oh, when she hits him with the bat? Yeah, with the, the ball. Yeah. The oh, first yes. time. The bat, too. The ball, the that ball made me laugh so, oh so my god, I was dying. Fucking funny. And then he's bleeding <laughs> yeah. so much from it. Like, ah! Yeah. And Steven Weber, is, oh my god. Is it even believable that Shelley Duvall would have dragged no, him No, not in? at all. Like, I, I was I was watching it with, uh, with Chick last night. She was like, how? Like, there's no way. She doesn't have the... She's like... <laughs> She doesn't have the smarts. Like, this is worse than, like, me... She was like, this is worse than me dragging you. And I couldn't do that. Yeah. It's, like, how? Where'd you, where'd you start? How'd you get in the kitchen? Either you got down the stairs or up the stairs. And either way, you're <laughs> yeah. not doing it. No shot. Yeah. And, oh, and then she's dragging him. He's like, his, oh. He's coming oh. too. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> then he kind of tries to grab it around. 
And then when he stands up and realizes his ankle's all messed up, he's like, ah, ah! I've done that so many times. Like from a night of drinking or something. He's oh, like, man. ah, ah, my shoulder! Yeah. What happened? You got hit by a car. Oh, oh my god. Oh, um, but... And then both of them I thought was really funny, their food of choice that they were eating. Yeah. And it was like... It was almost that Stephen Weber's Jack Torrance, he had to keep convincing himself to stay angry the whole time. Right. That he was like... She killed you! She tried to kill you! This is a man that learns no lessons. Nothing. He learns learned nothing. no lessons. Like, even if you're... At a certain point, it's like, yeah, no, you have an anger issue. Yes. Regardless of the supernatural, this is an untenable yeah. relationship. Um, you're flying off the handle with this kid multiple times throughout the, the same day. And it's yeah. Like, it's like, okay... One, he's having a seizure, and you're shaking him. You're like, what's oh, wrong with like, like, he's foaming at the mouth. That's what's yeah, wrong with like, you fucking idiot. It's like, maybe he was brushing his teeth, but maybe not. <laughs> like, that's a problem. He, he's near the radio. That's a problem, even though you're the one that smashed the radio. Uh, then it's like, we go back. You know, it's the whole thing with my dad. My dad, uh, a little pup or whatever. That, yeah. that thing was weird. Yeah, there was too much repeating stuff like that. Like, come take your medicine. Take your medicine. And it's like, okay, your dad beat you. And, again, you learned no lesson from that. Nothing. So you're just going to beat the shit out of your own son. Even though, like, again, he's he's in such a precarious situation with his family that, like, it undermines the Wendy character that they're even still there. No, now, there's I know, no. I know that there's reasons for it. Like, the radio doesn't work anymore. The, the snow machine. But, like... She would have figured something out. Or, like, something was like, hey, dude, like, I don't know what's going on with you, but me and this kid, we got a bat and a knife, and we're over here, so you yeah. should come anywhere fucking near us. Yeah. It's a wrap, dude. It's a wrap for you. It's, we're not going anywhere near you. You don't come near us. How many times do you have to watch a guy, like, literally, like, real time, watch a guy break your kid's arm before you're like, dude, like, I'm going to break your fucking arm. Yeah, <laughs> now it's, like, now you're going to, I'm not saying I'll win, but I'm a lot harder to beat than the kid. Bad mother. Bad mother. She's bad mother. a bad mother. She's a bad mother. She's a, I mean, he's a horrible <laughs> he's a father. horrific father. But she's a terrible bad mother, mother, too. Bad mother. She's like, she sees what's going on, and she doesn't... The only what time she's wrong... What were they doing with her alcoholism? Like, anything? Nothing. Like, Nothing. just... She's just drinking out of that bottle, like, one time, and then, like, okay. Okay. Where are we going with this? Yeah. What? What's the point? Yeah. And... It would have been dope if she slugged that uh, Jack Daniels bottle. Yes. Would have been, like, okay, so, now Instead I of hear. just bashing him over the head <laughs> with, like, the most, like, tell... Uh, <laughs> telegraphed a hit ever, and that they were like, "Yeah, hey, we got it." Yeah. You know, as soon as they were done, we're like, "We got it. Yeah. We got it." So they can now. <laughs> but they, she's terrible. Um, she's she's better than '97, she, and she's, she's Re- Rebecca De Mornay is she's fantastic. She's great. It's not it's not the actress. It's the choices of the. Yeah, I think, it's the, I think it's the character. The character yeah, is yeah. just like, why would you subject your kid to this? Or why would you also go with a guy who's five months sober right. into an isolated situation for longer than he's sober? Granted, there's no booze there. Sure, sure. So, I get, kind of. And, and I guess, from a certain perspective, because, like, we don't really get into what she does if she does anything, right? Like, no. I, yeah, so, like, is he the only way there's survive? I mean, that's the only way that yeah, this relationship makes sense. He's, he's the breadwinner. Yeah. Like, she seems very capable to... Especially in the 97. Yeah. In 1980, I don't know. Oh, uh, 1980, she's stuck. I don't think she's... She's stuck. There's no... 
Like literally, yeah. if this guy doesn't tell remind her to breathe, is, she might. Yeah, she might, she might die. die. <laughs> also, the whole time I was watching it in the 1980s, how many like they're constantly just crushing bogeys. Yeah, they're just smoking cigarettes left, right, and I'm sitting. And meanwhile, I'm watching. I'm thinking, I want a cigarette. Watching that, but <laughs> and then I started thinking, like, how many cigarettes do they have? Like, they can't go yeah, to Seven Eleven, right? Right. So, how, like, did they bring them with you? And then there's a scene in the movie too. There's a cigarette machine, right? And I'm like, you had like you like you're the only one keeping that cigarette machine going. Like every day, like click click click. <laughs> but yeah. so I figured it out. It's uh, if you smoked a pack a day. For the time that they're up there, it's over. It's a little over twenty-two cartons. <laughs> well, that's not bad. Yeah, it's not that bad. It's yeah. not that crazy. It's pretty reasonable. But by today's standard, that's a, it's quite a bit. Oh of yeah, no, that's for sure. Yeah, also, about, that's about twenty-two hundred dollars worth of uh, cigarettes. I, like you mentioned, uh, De Mornay is uh, obviously a much better actress than uh, Shelley Duvall. Yes, but um, until it's it gets to a certain point, right? Like when when it comes to, I think the the terror scenes. Uh, Shelly Duvall's fine. She's like, great. I, the way which, like, you wouldn't hold the bat like this unless you were absolutely fucking terrified. She's holding the bat from like the middle. Yes, the middle. And it's just like like that's totally <laughs> choked up. Like, get away from me. Um, like yeah, I, I did they have to make her do that 127 times? No, nah, but whatever. <laughs> I was. I feel also, bad. Also, I yes, feel I feel. Bad. I feel bad for that too. For she, she, because it's not her fault. Being like, not good at acting doesn't mean you deserve to be. No, like you shouldn't <laughs> get the part. It, yeah, it, and no, I guess like history has shown she's, she's not a great actress. No, but, but she's she's not the worst actress. I mean, she's also uh, she's. I mean, she's definitely regular looking. Like she's a very, very looking woman. Yeah, she's... I mean, Rebecca Dornay is stunning. Yeah. That it's... To the point you're like, why are you with this guy? Shelley Duvall looks like, um... And the nicest way I can say it, she kind of looks like one of those little, like, porcelain, like, clown dolls you would yes. see. Like, she's got the crazy, like... That's not bad. Pie eyes. Yeah, and the and, hair. Yeah, like... It, in some ways, it actually, um, in the right lighting, in the right setting, with enough booze, like... Yeah. <laughs> like, there was a scene when they're driving in the car, and she's... She could, like, pass yeah, yeah. She had, like, the sweater on, and she's driving, the kind of winds in her hair. Like, she could be... Doesn't look terrible. She can be cute. Can be. Cute. Cute. That's the line. I, there's no... There's a reason I chose that line. word. Yes. Now, the morning, especially when she's trying to get it in, she's like, I'm like, yo, bro, what are you doing? I know it's acting and shit, but like, let's go. <laughs> like, bro, you gay? <laughs> you know, you might, might be something. You some. might be gay. Like, not that there's anything wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. But that's just a whole other dynamic of the character that we haven't explored. I, like, that's when I knew his descent into madness had truly happened. It was like, no, I gotta go through this box of shit. Even though I got like seven more months, I could yeah, do Yeah, I, do, I could do this. Any other time. Yeah. I don't... I don't remember seeing it. We don't get the, uh... We don't get the same, like... Uh, reveal about his writing. Like, we don't get the all no. Like, no play. Uh, just that he stopped... Yeah. He stopped writing the play. So, like, and he's gonna write that. the play. But I think that's more of, like, a... They both show a different kind of madness, though. Yes. Like, one, yeah. again, is the hotel. Right. And one is him. Like, the all... all I'll work, no play, make Jack and Joe boy, like, 1980, is so good. And it tells you, like, he's losing his mind. And he keeps writing it in different ways. <laughs> yeah. And, different, just repeating. and then, and also, 
Speaking of, since it's Stanley Kubrick, I was just thinking about the guy who had to write all of that. Oh, and yeah. And I was just like, oh, shit. And not just that. Um, they did it in multiple languages, too. So, for the German cut, they had to do it. And it's like, it's different idioms or whatever. So, like, um, like all work and no play is like the English one. I forget. I, offhand, I can't remember the other ones, but it's like, um, you know, the sun in your eye does, like, uh, brighter than, like, there's different idioms. So, like, uh-huh. someone had to do that for the French version, for the German version. For the, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nuts. That, and you know that guy's he has since killed himself. <laughs> Yeah, like, at the time, like, the critical reception for The Shining, uh, not great, actually. Like, people generally, like, didn't. I can't see that being, like, because there's so much to not get. I get it. I get it. It's, it's confusing. It's, it's weird. It's a weird. It's weird. Bit of a bit But of a it feast. does, but at the same time, though, that the mood of it is yeah, so, so good. So good. It's so creepy. The like setting. You, the setting, the, the music. I, I think, like... You know, kind of going back to, like, the Stephen King, Stanley Kubrick debate. They're like, we have two geniuses, uh, probably both of them mad geniuses in their yeah. own way. Um, Kubrick, who has this idea in his head, and who I think the spirit of, like, the creepiness of the novel, I think he's capturing that through all this visual embellishment and stuff like that. Like, I think that he's able to capture, like, suspense setting and um, themes in that way. Uh, with with minimal dialogue and minimal tied back into the actual book itself. Uh-huh. Um, versus like 97 where I think they, obviously they must be doing a much better job of like capturing what he actually fucking broke down. Yes. But like... I mean, it, it's much more, it's a much more understandable plot. Yes. It's, it's an actual movie. <laughs> yes, an actual movie. <laughs> like, I know it's, who am I to say like The Shining? No. It is a director playing in the sandbox. Yes, he's having fun. And also, they, I, I read, I saw an interview with Matt Damon, and yeah. he was talking about Stanley Kubrick, that he would, like, figure out his shots. He would make these to scale models mm-hmm. and would take Polaroids of the set before, and that would be the shot. Like, it would be like, oh, that's the Overlook Hotel. You'd hold up, at the end of the day of shooting, would hold up the Polaroid. Yeah. Of like this to scale model against what he wrote, wow. what he shot. Wow. Maybe like if it's the same, then we'll, or else he'd redo it. Yeah, and that you could see like the attention to detail in that. that yes, yes, yes. Which is why Shelley had such a rough time because he he had something in his head, and you know probably no fault of her own. She wasn't able to deliver no what he had in his head. So it's like, and I think Jack Nicholson was also. On the same page as Stanley Cooper. Yes. So, I don't think he was much help to Shelley Duvall. No, no. Because, like, you know, like, you, you go back and you watch some behind the scenes, like, the, the scene of him warming up for the accident. Yeah. It's like, dude, this guy is, like, he's committed. He's, he's committed. And on this scene, man. Um, and even with the door for the act scene yeah. that they had, I remember reading that he, he, uh, it was a prop door initially, but... Jack Nicholson was a volunteer fireman, right. and so he could do it pretty well. <laughs> yeah. And back in back in his Jersey days, and he and so they had to get like a real like heavy yeah. duty door for him to like take his time and knock it down. Sure. Must have probably had several of them because like yes. how many shots? It's a small crew uh, in an isolated location, like almost like the shot 
like shooting the film almost became what the hell the film's about. Yes. Like you're like almost like an apocalypse now. Type yeah, of dude. Like he's he's you're actually in this hotel, isolated, small crew. Um, you've got this taskmaster who's trying to get you to do something, <laughs> and like at a certain point, like like when he when he's cutting through the the door and Shelly's just like, oh, no, no, <laughs> please, Jack. No. No. <laughs> at this point, she's not even talking about Jack Torrance. She's like, yeah. Jack Nicholson, please, please, please don't kill me. Please, <laughs> like. She or just do it. She mu- at this point, like, actually might think they might actually fucking kill her. And yeah, as an observer, I'm like, I don't necessarily disagree. That don't, yeah, I don't like, think that bad. <laughs> like these guys have gone all in. Like they've gone beyond method. Like you might be in danger. Yes, so. exactly. They might be doing it to hurt you. Yeah. Now at this point, and just to get a rise out of you, to get like, okay, that's the shot we needed. All right, go to the hospital. And then Kubrick's daughter like filmed a lot of the behind the scenes stuff. Did she? Yeah, she, is that so, what she did? So like, if you ever see the scene, like, there's a scene where uh, Shelley misses her mark. Now again, not even really her fault. There's like some like weird construction or something happening in the background, so she can't hear like the scene. <laughs> and Stanley comes up and is like, yeah, "What the fuck? What's going on?" It's like. She's like, well, you said, and he said, he's like, yeah, yeah, but Shelly, come on. You know, we're wasting a lot of people's time. We got a lot, Shelly. Going, <laughs> we got a lot going on out here. Oh, man. Like, I, again, do I, to your point, do I understand anything about The Shining when I watch the 1980 movie? No. No, I, I just know isolation, <laughs> and I know madness, really. Yeah. That's all that is, all there is to it. And, but, it's, that doesn't take away, like, the, the way they show it, it's showing versus telling. Yes. And the way they show it in The Shining 80, 1980, is far beyond oh, anything in 1997 with level. the lighting cues. And then all of a sudden it's like, yeah. It's like, oh, I think I'm gonna get daddy. Yeah. And like, all of a sudden his light, face lights up. <laughs> and it'll be like evil. You're like, this is so... It was so like... It was... It was ve- it would be cool in a theater. Yes. But it was very theater lighting. Yes. Like... That type of thing. And, like, the, uh, the actual madness. I mean, like, letting Nicholson improv and, like, face through the fucking hole. Here's Johnny. Yeah, here's like, Johnny. I just got to Which he was going to cut, by the way. Brains it, was it? Yeah, he, like, uh, I forget where, where's Kubrick from? He's, uh, uh English. In, yeah, he's English, right? So, um, that doesn't mean anything to someone. Yeah. You know, like, here's Johnny, like, at the time, he didn't even understand the relevance of it. So he was just like, oh, that's an interesting line. And he was going to go with another cut that he had. And I think, I, I don't know whether he was convinced or someone explained, he was like, no, like, actually, it's kind of, it's kind of like a, a good line because of the Johnny Carson yeah. shit. But, like, he was, he was just going to cut that. <laughs> and that became the most infamous. Yeah. Yeah. I don't and, know. It's like, yeah. And that one, and the new one. It's, even though you, you can't do it because it's not, he said, daddy's home. Da- yeah. Also, I'm sorry, he's using a croquet mallet. Yeah, that shit was weak too. Um, I don't, it's not that, it's not that a croquet mallet, because I know in the book it's a croquet mallet. Yeah. But, it's, a croquet mallet is too comical. A little, a little whimsical. Yeah, know, it's little, just like, that's silly. Yeah, it is. Get a, get a knife. Like, at that point, True. just put that, put the mallet down, just go get a, go get I a did, knife and kill someone. Though. I did like the, uh... The, what's it called, um, I'm drawing a blank on the movie, within the movie of, uh, Home Alone. Um, the, 
the gangster film. Oh, yes. Oh. Yeah, the, the angels with dirty faces. Yeah, angels with dirty faces. I did like the angels with dirty faces scenes yeah. in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. That film was fun. Um, I also thought, um, I'm pretty sure that's what Jared Leto based all of his Joker scenes on. Like, <laughs> like that, that gangster yeah. in that movie. I can um, see that. It's so bad. Not, like, but it's so, like, comical good. I like... I like the performance overall, maybe Weber the least, but like of of yeah. the actors in '97, I like that they are fleshing out the story. That we are able to get a better understanding of what The Shining is. But you know, just Kubrick and Nicholson in this like Kubrick fun knocks it out of the park of of like the setting of what it is. Yeah, I just wish that because also like there is. For Jack Torrance in 1980, there is absolutely no redemption. None. 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 Like they, and at the end of 1980, they get in the uh, Scatman Crothers uh, snowcat and leave. Right. They don't have to. No, they, they don't. don't have to at all. Like, Jack Nicholson's dead. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. Whereas, like, in 1997, it's going to explode, and Jack, uh, Jack Torrance can stop it. Steven Weber can stop it. Right. But he refused. He's like, nope. This is all going down because yeah. you're, you guys are coming after my son, and he like he snaps out of it. It's almost like a a, a haunted hypnosis that he's right. under, right? Um, and it, only being forced to like his son coming over him with his shining that he comes out of it, right? Right, because ultimately, like, um, which is you know the person of the, uh, the Melvin Van People scene of like he's never seen someone shine like. This kid. This kid yeah. has got it on another level. Yeah, he's like, the Bo yeah, Jackson of Shining. Like, he, he's like, what is this, an entire haunted location with multiple murders, plenty of ghosts, all very powerful in their own right? Yeah, no, 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 we're good. We're, we're done with this. You guys don't have any power over me. I'm better than you. Uh, suck my dick. Um, hey, yeah. Dad, snap out of it. But yeah. just to blow yourself up. Um, uh, like, in the 97 film, there's like a foreshadowing scene where... Uh, where Wendy's like, you know, if uh, if you do this again, which by the way, she completely lied because he does it fifteen more times before the end of the movie. But like, if you do this again, I'm leaving you. And he's like, no, I, like I'll leave. And she's like, what do you mean? It's like basically he's saying he's gonna kill himself. Yeah, he's gonna kill himself. And it's like kind of what he does. That's exactly what he does. Well, you know, but he does it to destroy the hotel. Of course, at the same time, which is cool. Like there is something to that. That like, oh, this is actually redemptive. Yes. That he's doing this Which to save his son. Which is why you can see his ghost at the, uh, yes. at the high school. But you see it, and it's... And then, so stupid. I'll be honest, <laughs> I genuinely think this movie has a lot to do with Star Wars. Hear me <laughs> out. Okay. <laughs> the Emperor yeah. is the hotel. Okay. Gotcha. And Darth Vader yeah. is Danny Torrance. And in order to mm. get to that, he has to become... He has to... Queen Amidala has to die. His mother. Right. Or his mother or um, Jack Torrance, whatever, whichever yeah. one. But he that's he's the element that, or I guess in this case, I would say more is Return of the Jedi. Because Luke Skywalker has okay. to become, in order to become, he has to kill his father. Right. And, except vice versa, his father has to kill his son. Right, right. So he, to become more powerful and uh, control the universe uh, to a degree that you can't even understand. Melvin Van Peebles is R2-D2. That's right. Okay. That's... Got it. Got it. Maybe Mace Windu. He's Mace, Mace Windu. Windu. Actually, oh, Mace Windu. Oh, that's true. Because, like, Mace gets the...
The sword in the stick. And he's about to kill him. He's like, ah! He comes there to save the day. Cut. Nope. They did Mace dirty. But they did Melvin Van Peebles. At least he survived. He does survive. He he survives to fuck another day. (laughs) Yeah, to fuck another day. And he's... Then I think he's fucking uh, Rebecca DeMornay. He is... If he's not, he's He's certainly trying. Yes. Which I... Absolutely appreciate. I appreciate. It. I, it's like no, that makes it so much better. We don't follow that scary shit. Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> let's 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 move on. Yeah. Like, why are you here? <laughs> like, why are you at the scratch? Like, like, you just friended the family like that? You just move right in? I. Yeah. I mean, to to your point. I mean, maybe I guess we are at this point in the film. Um, nineteen eighty. Obviously, it's a it's a masterwork of cinema. Um, you know, I think it's in the top five of horror films on like a lot of lists. Also, as the lead, as Jack Nicholson goes, it's fantastic yes. acting. Yes. Uh, and even, also like the ghosts, like Lloyd yeah. is great, Grady is great. I, I like him I think I think Grady is so good. There's a, is it Ready Player One? I think it is. I think there's a scene in Ready Player One where they use like assets from this, like they take elements of like The Shining and like. Like you utilize some of the settings and stuff in that. Film. Oh yes, they do. And they sure do. And it's like this is just icon cinematography. The come play with us, the steady cam, like all the shot choices, all the as a director and like you said, an actor, singularly um, Jack Nicholson. Those two have taken this thing and just shot it up. It's elevated. It's out of control. It's like watching a Jim Carrey movie in the fact of, like, if you're watching Liar Liar. Yeah. If Jim Carrey's not in it, this movie is garbage. Yes. And same thing with, if Jack Nicholson and Stanley Kubrick aren't making this, this movie stinks. <laughs> Although maybe, and I, I say Jack Nicholson to a lesser degree. I would say to a lesser degree. To a lesser degree that if he's not in it, um, you could find someone else. Like, yeah. if, if you had, I don't know, Steve McQueen, for example, it would be... It'd be very different, it but it would be, or Marlon Brando. If Marlon Brando, Brando was in it, or De Niro. Yeah, because as much as, as good as Jack is, I, I could give Stephen King this, this thing that, like, there's not a lot of room for him to go. He's menacing yes. the whole time. In, in his yeah, own he's, way. if you're going up one to a hundred, he starts out at 79. Yeah. He's at yeah. 79. Yeah. That 100 is really impressive. Yeah, that 100 is amazing. But he's, but for most, and most of the movie, he's over 85. Yes. Yeah, for, for most of it. Uh, Weber, um. He's at 48. Yeah, he's at 48. Off. And he sits at like, he sits like 85 for a long time. Yeah. His 100 isn't very different than his 80, you know what I mean? But it's like. There, but there's, the thing about uh, Weber is that he's also guilt-ridden. Yes. At the same time, like, yeah, he's like, that's I'm true. an idiot. I can't believe I screwed up like this. Which Jack Nicholson doesn't think he does anything wrong. Right. He's like, he's messed with my papers. Honestly, that's the most frustrating thing about Weber is the back and forth. Yeah. It's like, he is kind of a man who learns no lessons. Kind of a bitch. Like, yeah, he really he's is. kind of a yeah, bitch. Yeah, despite, for a guy that overthinks that much, he, he doesn't learn at all. He falls so easily back into his anger. There's no reflection on it. Like, he's temporarily sorry. Actually, in a lot of ways, uh, the alcoholism actually is probably a, a good, uh, I guess, conduit for his story. Because, like, they're repeating the same kind yes. of errors. 
even though inherently you know better, but like, I don't know, there's just that. But I guess that's what the, they're trying to write as a character. Yeah. Like, the definition of insanity is to do the same thing over and expecting a different result. I guess so, the problem is that, like, ultimately, like, the movie's not about his alcoholism. It's about a fucking scary-ass haunted house. Yeah, well, the... <laughs> The in a magic boy. I'm about to corrupt a magic boy. That's yeah. what it is, and yeah. he's just the conduit to kill them. Right to to send him. Also, he's, his job is to arrange the meeting. True. Also, what could have been an interesting film is uh, what happens when you fuck up the upbringing of a magic boy. That's right. You know. See Harry Potter. So wait, Star Star Wars. Star Wars. Oh, Star Star Wars. Wars. That's what I'm telling you. Holy shit! I'm telling you, there's <laughs> Star Wars. This movie. This movie is a retelling of Star Wars. Granted, Star Wars is a retelling of the hero's tale, but it's Star Wars and The Shining. Same movie. True that. I there we go. Got, I actually got a dip. Um, All right. Wrap, wrap this up. <laughs> <clears throat> um, let's see. So, what was I about to say? Star Wars, The yeah. Shining, same, same movie. Same movie. Same movie. Um, 80 film, again, there's no way to, it's like, it's certainly not. Overrated. That's not the word at all. But like, no. it it really doesn't have much to do with its source material in a lot of ways. It doesn't though. Um, but like, that's fine because we. Just, it doesn't. It doesn't. Right. It's like sixty five percent there. Yeah. There's a whole lore to everything else that they touch on, but they don't go into. Right. And going back to what you're saying, the show not tell, which is why Stanley Kubrick is a master in his own right. Um, Ninety seven. I appreciate elements. Of it. Like, I think overall, it's a very cohesive. Well done teleplay. It's just yeah, I think it's a little corny the way they do super it. Super corny. It's, you know what the thing is? Like, I guess this is more coming to the question: is, yeah. should it be remade? Should it yeah, be remade? Yeah, I think so. Actually, um, I found I found it to be to be fair. I watched it basically one after the other, so I found it a bit grating to watch it. Yeah, that it, long. Yeah, it is a long. Um, yeah, because they're each like an hour and a half. Yeah, I think if I had broken it up a little bit, I would have been better off but like yeah, it's five and a half hours or like four and a half hours of this yeah and like together compared in, to the two the two hours yeah together in that way it's, it's not a lot of fun to watch because of like not again not the actors but like the flaws in the characters yeah it's like geez man this guy can't get it together um but i think like it's more along the lines of what uh king was looking for i would be interested to see that not as a tv movie like if they had some of the runway that Kubrick has with a rated with an R rating, you know that could have been more interesting, but it's inherently going to be cheesy because of yeah what it, especially what it's going to be cheesy. It's a croquet mallet, yeah. You know, like, come on, yeah. It's silly. It's I, it, it, compared to the, like go grab an axe. Totally, like the axe is like it, the only thing that a croquet mallet speaks of is real life. Like yeah. that's something that would happen in real life because. Well, the croquet mallet was there, so I beat him to death with the croquet mallet. And that would be so, in the news. He'd be like, he beat him to death with the croquet mallet, and whatever. But, um, also, the, there's too much... It's overly done yeah, in, yeah. Um, in the 97. It's way... It's, it's way too overly done in the 97, and yeah. way too underly done in the 1980. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know what's going on in 1980, and in 90, 97, like... Oh, yeah, it's called Denver Croquet. Yeah. Everything's bigger. The mallet's bigger. The balls are bigger. Kids love it. Oh, you got to turn down this boiler. Right. It's going to explode right. if you don't turn it down. Right. The and foreshadowing is yes, uh, silly. And uh, then just the fact that you see him as Tony. Like, and we, uh, it's the whole thing is, it's way too overdone. Like, you could have stopped it with them leaving together. And That's not what I was going to say. 
That's what I'm saying. Like, the place blew up the end. The end. I don't need to know that he was Tony. Although, I mean, it makes sense. True. That was, I mean, look, it's an interesting reveal. Um, I don't need to see his graduation. I don't really care what happens to the game. Like, And then the, the cheesy kissing, kissing, that's what I've been missing. Yeah, that was... Like, the ghost father says to his grown son now. Like, not that grown, the yeah. 18's grown or 17 is grown. But it's, he's grown enough that you're not kissing your father. Yeah. Um, and if you do, it's like, goodbye, Dad. Like, and then you right. shoot him in the head. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, but they... I think it should... I do agree with the remake of this, right. actually. I'm surprisingly enough, I do. Yeah, no, same. But I would take... You could if you could combine them. That. If you could combine them yeah. into something like... Collectively, it's 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 great. Yeah, I, I'll be honest, get Jack Nicholson and Kubrick and then Rebecca DeMornay and a whole new kid. I'm going to let Melvin and uh, Scatman Crothers duke it out. I don't know yeah. who... I don't know who wins. They both look... They're both pretty good. They're pretty good... Scatman Crothers is incredible in that film. Melvin, I don't know. Oh, just, just... I know we didn't talk about it. Yeah. I just want to, for a second, Scatman Crothers' bedroom with the randomly explicit, uh, like, nude, uh, ebony, like, portraits that are so explicitly distracting. <laughs> like, it's like, why is... And then he's just laying there watching TV. Like, this old man, not that... Not that, like, I wouldn't have that yeah. in my bedroom, or you wouldn't, but right. not in, like, a 75-year-old old jazz band, <laughs> yeah. like, saying, like, a chef who's basically bi-coastal, not bi-coastal, but Colorado and Miami. Yeah. And, like, and then he just has, like, these two, like, sexy 70s black chicks, like, just posing down, like, why is this in here? I don't understand what's going on here. Yeah. I think I like uh, Melvin Van Peebles um, overall because I think he had more to do. But Scatman Crothers probably plays the, uh, it's, it's a trope, so I'm just going to say, I think he plays the better magic hero, uh, yeah. as it were. Um, but also but, the, uh, what's his name, too? But Van Peebles is, is so good. And they also split the, they make him better by giving him less of a load to carry with the Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. That... Yeah. He's also like, oh, okay. And then also the, the 1980s one has just the, the, the random racism. That you're like, right. hmm. Yeah. Like, I forgot about this. Yeah, that, that was random. Then you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, funny enough, like, to your point, like, it's not like 97 is better, it's per not. se. But, like, it does actually kind of illuminate some, like, some issues with the 80s movie, you know? Yeah. Like, the 80s movie, again, like... I'm not here to reinvent the wheel. It's it's fine. It's a good movie, but like, it yeah. From a dialogue standpoint, there's there's a lot left on the. Yeah, there's the table. a lot less dialogue in that too. I mean, but it's it's too overdone. Like, I would like to see it done again. Yeah, yeah. Just but tweet. with so with, it just it's it's a little. We too cool. we also do have to beef. Oh. I wish Stanley Kubrick shot that script. Yeah, to be honest with you, true. That would be sick. I don't. That and then cut it down to like a three-hour movie. That would have been that would have been awesome. Yeah, yeah that would have been with Jack Nicholson, even with Shelley Duvall. I would rather see Rebecca DeMornay yeah. because a lot of things are filled in with Rebecca DeMornay. Right. Like, oh, uh, she's gonna leave me. Yeah. I get why he wouldn't want his gorgeous wife to leave you. Which, I, uh, yeah, I don't want to yeah. spend the rest of the time shitting on Shelley Duvall. <laughs> but I don't know. I I think they could redo. I would actually be curious to see it done actually again. No, I think that's fair. 
But it, I think it is. I, I don't think it was, like, terrible to watch. It's it's certainly not bad. They're, no, it's not bad. Like, I, I got... I actually don't really have a problem with 97 existing. I, I, no. think, it's, uh, I think it's perfectly fine. Yeah. Well, I think that's yeah. going to be a wrap for us. For the most part. I don't know. Uh, hmm. we, we can do... Uh, and since we're doing Halloween, we can do uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Let's just do that. Do you want to do Nightmare on Elm that. Street? All right. Yeah. We're doing Nightmare on Elm Street. And with... Uh, we're doing... I don't remember... The Wes Craven classic and the remake with uh, Kelly Leak from, <laughs> from fucking Bad News Bears. There it is. Uh, We'll see you guys later. Uh, again, like, subscribe. You can follow us at Retroverse Remake on on YouTube. Follow us on uh, Instagram. Instagram at Retroverse Remake, and then uh, iTunes, Google Play. Uh, I don't know what else we're on. Spotify, Spotify. and then just wherever I uh, your podcast is sold. You can get me at uh, Jersey Dan eighteen on X or Dan Farley eighteen on Instagram. Yep, and I'm Reggie Parker. You can find me at RP Comedy on uh, on Instagram, Twitter, you know, thanks for listening. Thanks yeah. for listening. See you next time. Shine on, baby! Retro versus remake. Retro versus remake.